WVOW Local News, now. Longtime Logan businessman Neil Skaggs died Monday. I'm Aaron Stone. He was the patriarch of the Skaggs family that owns and operates Basin Brothers and Ellis Edition. Skaggs was a former vice president of the Logan Broadcasting Corporation that is the parent company of WVOW Radio. He also was a founding member of Premier Bank in Logan, now People's Bank, and served on the bank's board of directors. Skaggs also served a stint on the Marshall University's Board of Governors and was a former Logan County Commissioner. Skaggs was one of the early organizers of Logan Buddy League basketball and was the all-star coach for many years. Skaggs is remembered and recognized for his local philanthropy. This is WVOW Logan. I'm Tanya Crubb, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, surgical podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center. Always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center. Always here for you. Debate continued Monday during the Logan County Commission meeting about redistricting the magisterial districts. Public presentations on changing the districts in Logan County were delivered to Logan County commissioners yesterday. One of the presenters, State Senator Rupi Phillips, endorses a new county map with three magisterial districts that each cover a north, central, south districts. Senator Phillips believes new county district lines would make commissioners more accessible if they represent three major municipalities. I think it's only fair that all three towns has representation. According to West Virginia State Code, each county shall be laid off by the county commission into magisterial districts, not less than three nor more than ten in number, and as nearly equal as may be in territory and population. Currently, Logan County is divided by western, central, and eastern districts. According to orders obtained from the Logan County Clerk's Office, the last change in boundary lines occurred 14 years ago on June 27, 2007. Since the last time county district lines were drawn, Logan has gained Diana Barnett and Danny Ellis as commissioners, and Ellis recently announced he will not run for re-election next year. Most of the presentations yesterday were in favor of the district's changing. However, Jeremy Farley says the process is being rushed. Farley is the current president of the Logan County Board of Education and the only announced candidate for the Eastern District of the County Commission next year. Farley says limiting the district lines to only considering the municipalities of Chapmanville, Logan, and Mann will put restrictions on individuals that may want to run for office. Moreover, Farley says most of Logan County residents don't even live in a municipality. Farley says he's in favor of a minimum of six magisterial districts, not three in Logan County, and there should always be four open districts every election. I'm not against redistricting in and of itself. I don't agree with the map that was presented by the community group uh, because I believe there should be a minimum of six magisterial districts uh, in this county. 
Farley's point of contention is from an action commissioners approved at the previous meeting on October 25th. At that meeting, commissioners approved a memorandum of understanding with West Virginia GIS Tech Center to redraw the existing voting precincts and or magisterial districts to comply with rules and regulations set forth in state code. Commissioners agreed to pay GIS $5,000 to produce maps to consider for possible future redistricting. Farley contends that the action was not listed on the agenda of that commission meeting and the action shouldn't have been taken without notice before the meeting. Well, it would be my contention that was done in violation of the open meetings law because it did not appear on the agenda and it was acted upon, which deprived citizens the ability to, before the meeting, know that that would be acted upon. Logan County Prosecutor David Wanling said the memorandum of understanding doesn't need to be on the agenda. Commissioners Barnett and Ellis questioned the need to put these items on the commission's meeting agenda. Barnett said the commission hires companies all the time without listing them on the agenda. We hire companies to help us do things all the time. Correct. We don't put those on the agenda. We Correct. don't go every contract we sign, every every contract we have somebody come and do janitorial services. That's not on our no agenda. No requirements that be on the agenda. So how would this be any different? It's not. Well, I think you asked you answered the question there. Is there any requirement that that needs to be placed on the agenda? In my opinion is no. Farley asked the commission to cease further conversation concerning the redistricting until after the 2022 election cycle. Local businessman and political heavy hitter Richard Abraham claimed to have created the redistricted map previously presented to the commission on October 25th by a group of Tridelphia residents. Abraham says he's been pushed out of his own district before by redistricting in the state legislature, and he calls it disenfranchisement. Moreover, Abraham says the current map needs change because it does not reflect the county's makeup. He says his proposal guarantees representation for Logan, Chapmanville, and Mann. I'm in the East District, and I live west of 100% of the people who reside in the Central District. The first day of filing for the 2022 election cycle is January 10th. The Logan County Health Department reported another COVID-related death yesterday and active cases dropped below 100. Health Department Director Steve Browning confirmed the death of a 62-year-old male attributed to COVID-19. That death marks the 135th fatality since the onset of the outbreak. As of Monday afternoon, Logan County has 97 active cases of coronavirus, including 18 new cases discovered through laboratory testing over the weekend. 17 people remain hospitalized. Registration for the third round of Do It for Baby Dog begins today. Governor Jim Justice announced the third installment of the vaccine incentive program Monday during his conference on COVID response. West Virginia students between the ages of 5 and 11 can win tens of thousands of dollars in education savings if they receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Beginning November 15th, 25 educational savings funds of $10,000 each will be given to vaccinated students between 5 and 11 years of age every week. Moreover, 100 lifetime hunting and fishing licenses will be given out each week as well. The final drawing will include a grand prize of $100,000. Deadline to register for the new sweepstakes is Sunday, November 14th. The annual Veterans Day program and parade presented by the Kiwanis Club of Logan is set for this Thursday on Veterans Day. 
The parade will begin at 10 a.m. The parade will include the Logan High School Wildcat Band and is open for anyone to join. Participants may walk, ride, march, or spectate the parade as it circles downtown Logan. At 11 a.m., the Veterans Day program dedicated to veterans will be conducted on the island in front of the Logan Middle School, and a free spaghetti dinner will follow inside the middle school. For more information on the event, call Roger Ramey at 304-687-1746. The parade and the program are sponsored by the Kiwanis Club of Logan with funding from the Logan County Commission. And finally, an Australian national living in Ridgeview faces time in federal prison for possession of child pornography. 58-year-old Gregory Huemus admitted that he possessed and used multiple social media platforms to view and exchange child porn. Law enforcement officers obtained a search warrant after receiving a cyber tip through the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Huemus was sentenced to six years in federal prison and will serve a 10-year term of supervised release following his release from prison. Wemus also faces potential deportation to Australia due to this conviction. Get local news on demand at wvowradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. We have temperatures today back up around 70. Nice day, but then the clouds race in. Looks like the showers will stay to our north. We'll fall back down to the mid 40s overnight. For Wednesday, we see the return of sunshine. High temperature 67 to 70. Then gusty showers come through the second half of Thursday into Thursday night. And we can see some 20, 30 mile an hour wind gusts. So we want to hang onto our hats with that one some downpours then it gets colder after that i'm 13 news chief meteorologist spencer atkins listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the storm tracker 13 weather center your voice news sports weather politics the latest information first wvow and wvowradio.com